and around a third of people or just less than that around 30 percent of people um, have experienced bullying um, on a regular basis so within the last 12 months or so right. this data comes up um, repeatedly in so that's more than i would have thought Welcome to episode 51 of the Epsigoni Group Care Podcast. Uh, hi everyone, welcome back to the podcast. Sorry it has been a while since the last one, last episode. Um, this week we're going to have a really interesting discussion. I've managed to convince one of our um, fellows working here at King Edward to come and give us a, uh, uh, a talk or talk to me about... Um, uh, a topic that he has already spoken to our department about um, at one of our education sessions. So welcome along uh, to Peter Garnett, not Peter Garrett, as he's um, sometimes, uh, and uh, unfortunately, um, what's the word? Unfortunately mistaken for. It's my receding hairline, Roger. Um, so first of all, I was going to ask you, Peter, uh, what got you interested in this topic? Oh, well, thanks very much for having me, Roger. The This topic... Um, I'm even surprised is one that I've um, really adopted. But initially, I was my interest was sparked by a presentation that one of the, the consultants here presented, Sigrid Pfeiffer. She presented on a on um, an expose piece done in, by Four Corners about bullying and surgeons. And I've just slowly built up more and more interest and started doing some presentations to departments, talking to lots of people about it. And I've realised that anaesthetists don't understand how big an issue this is for us and how it affects us. So that's that's where my interest started. And um, so before we move on, so have you had any like any you know personal experiences? Yeah. What anything that sort of you know made made you sort of a bit more invested in this? So I thought when I first started doing talking about this, this was something that I considered because I don't believe or I don't believe I've been impacted by bullying in my career or, or in my life. Um, and so when I wanted to talk to departments about it, I thought, am I the one to do it? Because I'm, you know, a locally trained Caucasian male who even went to high school here. I'm, I'm probably one of the lower demographics to do it. Um, um, so, but I, it's, it, it kind of made me, a, I, I feel it made me an appropriate person to step up and say, this is something that does happen because um, no one can say that I'm doing it because I've had a bad experience. I'm doing it because I think it's something that none of us should have to experience. I I personally have uh, not had any real personal um, bullying done to me myself either. But um, uh, as I was talking to you about before, uh, before we were discussing doing this talk, um, one of my close friends from medical school for many years uh, is a surgeon now. He's an upper GI surgeon uh, living in um, uh, Christchurch in New Zealand. Now he, when he was training, was sent to a peripheral hospital and he had a really terrible experience with this uh phenomenon as a, as a surgical trainee not not that much directed at him but directed at one of the other registrars who he was also working with where one of the surgeons there were actually in in front of everyone uh, tried to strangle this other registrar at one stage when they were having an argument and even on another occasion stuck a needle into his hand on purpose yeah. uh, and such uh, and it sort of scared my my friends um, so much so that he actually wrote an article for the yeah. Australian New Zealand Journal of Surgery about it, so this is why I'm, you know, I don't need to be sort of secretive about them. Uh, and it, but that was about <clears throat> 15 years ago, I think. Yeah. So long. Well, long I, don't, I don't think 15 years is that long ago. 
Right, Jamie, but it's only been in the last couple of years it's really hit the media, isn't exactly. it? So certainly in the surgical specialty, it's been in the mainstream media, haven't they? Mm, it sort of it, it had the uh, it had it was able to fly under the radar a lot of these types of behaviours as yeah. as part of training or um, part of just being a doctor in a in a, in a hospital, and certainly yeah, I think that's changing now. Yeah, and uh, what was the other thing we we're talking about? So, so bullying obviously happens in healthcare, but um, do you think it, it happens just as yeah. much, or maybe more so? In, in other, uh, you know, yeah, other areas of workplaces, you know, other, you know, other, other bully um, happens everywhere, yeah. and it, the more you look into it, um, every sort of uh, profession has looked into this to some degree. In fact, I think most professions have been looking into it for longer and harder than medicine has. Yep. Um, it's only uh, medicine, it's sort of come, if you look at the research, there's been a really big increase in research in bullying in medicine since there was that this big expose article in 2015. And that's when we all realised that um, A, it does happen to us, and B, that if when the public are aware of it, they are appalled that doctors um, bully doctors and um, they, they, they think we're sort of above that type of behaviour and they're terrified that, or they're shocked that people that they let uh, put to sleep or put them to sleep or, you know, cut them open, you know, have problems with, yeah. um, you know, treating each other this poorly. All right. So let's, uh, let's ask a few questions uh, to sort of clarify the issue. So, you know, um, this, this will come up. So I guess and it is quite important, what, you know, to sort of clarify what is bullying. Mm. And I know you've, you've mentioned this in your talk. So maybe she, Pete, if you explain to us what is bullying. Well, yeah, we can talk about what isn't bullying, I suppose. Yeah, well, um, bullying's hard to define. It's, you know, as all behaviours are hard to define, it's sort of one of the softer sciences. It's not something we're used to studying in medicine and things. But I suppose the best way to look, each uh, college, each group, each profession has their own definition. I think the best one for us to look at as anaesthetists is the ANSCA definition. It's yep. um, ANSCA says that bullying is repeated, unreasonable behaviour directed towards a person or group that creates risk to health and safety. Um, I think the important things to take from that is that it's repeated behaviour, it's unreasonable <coughs> behaviour and it essentially causes harm and that harm could be to the individual or it could be to the patient, um, patient because of poorer outcomes. Um, where it gets messy is defining what's unreasonable behaviour, it sounds a bit wishy-washy. Yeah. Yep. Uh, but uh, I think well, Ansk has gone a step. Ansker has gone a step for, further and said that unreasonable behaviour is not. It's not in the eye of the behold or anything like that. It's it's what a reasonable person who's aware of all the facts would consider um, to deliberately uh, victimise, humiliate, or undermine somebody. Um, and that's important because you know if I was to have an interaction with uh, say a very good friend of mine that I've known for many many years, um, um, call them a name or something like that. But the, you know. It may appear to be an unreasonable behaviour to someone who didn't know our full background. Whereas if I um, did a similar thing to a person that I just met, it could also be unreasonable. So it's looking the the interactions between humans is complex, and, it, and that needs to be considered. Yeah, that's right. So sometimes people can do it, and uh, and um, because they know the other person won't take it badly. Is what exactly. you're saying. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, because they because they know each other and go a long way back. Yeah, but, exactly. Um, uh, and so I think you had uh, s uh, you were going to sort of subdivide it into different types of bullying. How do you how do you, um, how do so, you explain that? So I see. I look. Um, we all know bullying. We all think we know bullying from you know if we saw it. And there are and that's what I would call the overt bullying. The bullying that you'd see in the movies when the you know the bigger kid picks on the smaller kid. You know they physically threaten them, pick them up, push them, yep. yell verbal abuse at them, call them names. That's all obvious types of bullying. I call that overt bullying, and that seems to be the bullying that um, has come up quite a bit. 
And we all think no one's involved in that because we could we would remember if we were involved in that. But there's bullying is much more complicated than that, and there are covert is covert bullying is what I call it, and that's um, where you just essentially are trying to um, undermine or humiliate someone um, unreasonably with things like giving them unpleasant tasks, um, withholding information that they were required to do a good job, um, giving unreasonable timelines, that type of behaviour. Behaviour that um, can be sort of uh, dished out slyly or under, more under the radar. And uh, those types of behaviours, I think, can be just as damaging and um, potentially not recognised yeah. enough. I guess it's a bit harder for outside observers to sort of fully uh, appreciate that's going yeah. on, isn't it? Yeah, and, and it, or if, hard you, to spot it. if you were a victim of this type of thing, um, and if you do speak to people who experience these types of, or, you know, as what I call covert bullying, um, when they try and describe the situation to you, it's the, even they know it's very hard to paint the picture of how bad, how unpleasant it, it has been. Um, because they're saying things like it was just the way they were looking at me or the tone that they were using in combination of, um, you know, uh, it, uh, the subtleties are, are there and it's very difficult to uh, to properly um, emphasise how it has impacted on you. And that's why it's difficult to, uh, I think, well, it's difficult if it happens to you and difficult to prevent. Um, so since you've started sort of you know, talking about this and um, mm -hmm. you know, doing some presentations, have you found people coming up to you yeah. and giving you the anecdotes and the stories and things? And yeah, I get lots. Yeah, so what I would do is I would give a presentation and talk about bullying and anesthesia and often I'd have people come up to me and talk. Um, either they'd talk to me about a scenario where they felt they weren't a bully and um, perhaps they were, um, or they'd come up to me and talk and and, and, and talk about their concerns with, you know, pr uh, I suppose, promoting an anti-bullying workplace um, and creating this... Um, you know, soft training program or soft workplace environments, you yep. know, that um, doesn't allow for negative feedback or doesn't allow for, um, you know, uh, compensate for the, you know, uh, uh, negative acts occurring in our stressful workplace. Uh, I suppose the, these are reasonable positions, but um, I think we should be able to train good quality anaesthetists without making them feel bad about themselves for no particular reason. We have a stressful enough um, workplace as it is you know we deal with life and death in inverted commas um, short timelines uh, very sick people and um, doing that in um, in an environment where you're concerned about the way or you, when you're being influenced or affected by the way other people treat you it's just that doesn't make you a better doctor that um, that is dangerous dangerous for you dangerous for the patients and something yeah, that I, should stop I agree. the other concern I get is that um, uh, in this world where we we're so anti-bullying that if you're a supervisor of training or a men or somebody um, who should be giving constructive negative feedback that you'd be at risk that bullying is used as a weapon against you sort of a weapon against um, the hierarchy uh, absolutely that's the same as anything you can um, people will always cry wolf particularly people backed into a corner people are threat being threatened to be kicked off programs but you know, as I said, our job is stressful. We deal with life and death. Some people, you know, um, anaesthetise people that um, don't have a heartbeat for, you know, up to hours at a time. We should be able to constructively give some negative feedback to uh, yep. a junior who needs it. <clears throat> uh, and I guess on the other side of the coin, though, have you had people who are victims of bullying come up to you and talk to you as well? Or, or, um, not, or not as much by the sounds of it? Not as much. I still think, and I, I think you have to be a very, still in, you know, even in 2019, you have to be a very, very brave 
person to come forward and talk about um, uh, bullying experience. There's lots of barriers to reporting bullying. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a small country. It's a small city. You know, we work in a small city with a f- only a few hospitals, um, and uh, to report bullying, is, you know, within your department is a difficult thing to do. So it hasn't happened. On the few occasions um, it has happened, it's it's uh, there. It's often out of frustration and that it's happening over and over again to them, and um, and and they they want to, to get get it out that this shouldn't happen anymore. Most people are doing it not because it's they are worried it's hurting them a lot. They're worried that it's, if it continues, it could hurt other people more. <clears throat> Um, so we were going to talk about what bullying is not with, I think we sort of covered that, didn't mm. we? So yes, yeah, it's, it's not poor communication, yeah. it's not bad management, it's not giving good negative feedback. Yeah, that's right. So if people are, um, you know, if you're not performing well or you, or you need some to get some negative feedback, that's obviously that's not bullying. Mm. And it's not, uh, It's re- and the other thing was that you mentioned uh, before is it's repetitive, isn't it? So, yeah. so everyone can lose their call once or twice every now and then if they're under pressure and, yeah. and yell in theatre or something like that. And, we don't have a license. And that is not have... good, but it's not necessarily a repetitive sort of action towards one individual, is it? That's right. We yeah, don't, we, just... yeah, there's, no, there's not a license to um, uh, act negatively towards one, every person once. Yeah. <laughs> That's not, that doesn't... <laughs> no, that you, is right. That, yeah. So we're not saying that you're allowed to lose your call. You've got, you haven't got one ticket. swear right. everyone there saying, give me the, the ring scope or something. But, um, um, but that is not actually bullying either, yeah. is it? It's not no. good, but it's not bullying. No. Okay, so... Uh, uh, do you want to talk about the effects of bullying? I mean, this is pretty... Yeah, well, I guess I people have an idea of what it might, might incur, but um, maybe we don't need to be reminded about how insidious it is. Yeah, so bullying's not a benign interaction. It's not something that just happens and get, has feelings get hurt. Bullying um, has profound effects uh, on lots of people. Obviously, the person who's being bullied is going to be affected. There's... Um, uh, increasing stress and dissatisfaction in their work. We work in a workforce that already has high levels of depression and stress. Um, we're a high risk group in that context and um, adding adding unnecessary stress to that is certainly um, a risky thing to do. If you're a person who's being bullied, particularly in health, you're more likely to make mistakes and those mistakes um, can have significant consequences. Um, and uh, the, you know, sort of our ultimate um, bottom line is patient safety and it can influence that. Uh, uh, quite negatively and you know from an institution point of view um, other than hurting patients um, it's bad for the workforce there's more sick days more greater turnover and things like that Um, and even if you're not not being bullied if you work in an environment where you witness bullying or you know there's bullying going on these effects can still influence you so if you work in a you know that your culture allows bullying um, then uh, there is there there's evidence that there's flow-on effects to even people who haven't been bullied. So what are the rates of bullying? Uh, you know, I know there's been a few surveys, you want to tell us all about them? Yeah, so there's been uh, there's been a few surveys done in the, uh, the last three or four years, uh, of an Easter specifically, but almost all uh, college, medical colleges have done surveys. ANSCA surveys have shown repeatedly over the last few years that you know, essentially just less than half of people have witnessed bullying occurring so that's not being bullied themselves but seeing other people being bullied and around a third of people or just less than that around 30% of people um, have experienced bullying um, on a regular basis so within the last 12 months or so this data comes up um, repeatedly so that's more than I would have thought 
Well, that's right. So half of you know, if you wish, if you um, if you recognise the evidence that um, if you even if you just witness bullying, um, it has a negative impact on you and your institution, then that this is happening to half of us, which is um, something to be concerned of. And that's not even that's not considering the the individual damage to those people who are, who are receiving those you know over hardcore bullying behaviours. So what, uh, so what can we do about it? So it's obviously mm. it's, it's real and it happens. It's not just surgeons. I know we, we talked about that before too, yeah. didn't we? Where with this, there was a sort of, you know, it's obviously been, re- it was in the mainstream media a few years ago and uh, the problems in the surgical training. Uh, and then what you said to me, you know, it's not, you hear people make comments like, oh, well, anesthetists are nice people. That's not, that's not our problem. Yeah, but it's yeah. not true, is it? No, no, I don't, th- I don't uh, think that's the case. I think there's bullying in all areas of... Uh, in everything. Employment, not just... Exactly. It, I think it's naive to think that it doesn't happen. Um, you know, what can we do? What can we do? Well, uh, I think, first of all, is to recognise that we that you know it does occur to us, particularly anaesthetists, um, who, yep. I th- who I think we're... I think we're a little bit... My opinion is that we're a little bit guilty of thinking that it's not a big problem in our ranks. I think we need to uh, recognise that it does happen and that it is a risk and that this is a risk that we can we can work on we can reduce this risk um, and once we've done that then we can start implementing those things so it, as with anything it's it's trying to change the culture this is a cultural thing and so education um, is an important thing uh, uh, you know on what is bullying what is appropriate what's not not appropriate uh, increasing awareness of, of how to deal with bullying both for people who are being bullied but uh, but also for um, managing the bullies you know they're, they're there, you can't just look after the victims, you have to look after uh, everybody involved. And I think that's happening uh, with ASCA. There's, you can see there's lots of work being done to improve awareness of bullying. As, as I say, and I said in my presentation, the, the strongest, um, uh, the, the, the hallmark of an important issue uh, when it comes to ANSCA is if it's been put into an exam and it was, uh, bullying was put as an SAQ question in 2015 final examination. So well, that's interesting. I, I think uh, you know doing something like that sends sends a bit of a message, and um, ho- you know hopefully that's the start of improving bullying, uh, issue, you know bullying in anaesthesia. And uh, Peter's given me quite a few um, resources uh, online, etc., uh, which I'll put on the blog for this podcast uh, for any, anyone who wants to look at that. So we might uh, wrap it up there. Have you got any take-home messages, Pete? Yeah, look, as I said, I think um, I think the key here is to recognise that bullying is something that does happen to us. And when I say us, I mean anaesthetists in general, not just critical care, because I know that's who listens to this podcast. Um, it is. It does have a profound effect and something that we just can't let happen anymore in the background. Um, and that I think there is a change happening um, happening now and happening in the future, and this is an issue that is going to will hopefully improve. I um, mean, it's worth it's worth being a part of that improvement rather than um, pushing against it. Uh, you know, there are reasons to be concerned about profound change in culture, but I think this is a good change. And um, just being afraid of giving some negative feedback, I don't think is a good enough reason to you know do yeah. things that might you know might you know, help people. Help That's people right. in that I think workplace. you can uh, you can give negative feedback or correct people who are under performing well in their yeah. job or, or as trainees in a nice way without having to bully them exactly. in, a, in a constructive way. Exactly. A constructive way is probably a better phrase. All right. Well, thanks for that, Pete. So, My pleasure, um, Roger. So it's good having you along. So um, I have got you lined up for a, a uh, podcast on the 
fear to name uh, caps. Yeah, but okay. we'll leave that for another time. Uh, <laughs> Twenty minutes is long enough. Most of the listeners out there are starting to go to sleep. Yeah, uh, or they're they're just pulling into the car park at work. I don't know when they listen where they listen. So, thanks, oh. thanks again, Peter. Thanks, Roger. I look forward to it. Thanks for listening, everyone. Please go to the iTunes menu and subscribe to the show if you like it. Write a review. This will also help us uh, get seen by other listeners on the iTunes menu. If you're also interested, please go to our website at www.opsandguinecritcare.org where there will be lots of show notes and links to uh, interesting videos related to the topic that you've just listened to. See you again next time.